Hi, hello, welcome to the Cedar Valley Middle School Counseling Podcast. My name is Celia Eichbisch, and I'm a counselor here at Cedar Valley. Gabby Cowan, who usually joins me for these episodes, is out at a training all week. For the past couple of weeks, we have been discussing teens and technology. So today I would like to continue with one final talk on that topic. Today we will be talking about the effects of technology on the teen brain and ways to try and help curb teen screen time. Now I am most certainly not the expert in teens and technology. I am from a generation when we were very excited when our rotary phone changed to a push button phone. My guess is most of you listening don't even have a landline anymore. So in order to try to stay technologically literate with this generation that has grown up with technology from day one, I do a lot of researching and reading. I really try to stay in touch with the people and the experts in the field of technology. Today, I'm going to try and share with you some of the information that I have learned through my research. I also encourage you as parents to go online and research and also get some books and read about technology and the teen brain. One of the things we have to realize is that screens follow kids everywhere we go since screens are now portable. Kids take them on trips, to school, out with friends, etc. Research has shown that teenagers spend more than four and a half hours on their phone per day. Then you add in the screen time in the form of TV and computers and gaming and now we're teens are up to eight to nine hours per day. So we have to remember that the iPhone first came out in 2007, so kids born after 1995 are entering adolescence with touchscreens in hand. We are now in an age of unprecedented technology. Tristan Harris, a former Google manager, recently gave an interview on 60 Minutes. She discussed how phones are now very different from phones in years past. No longer is talking on the phone a simple conversation. Using phones now includes a thousand engineers on the other side of the phone working every day to make the technology more addictive and more persuasive. So what effect is this having on our kids? Research has shown a correlation between higher levels of screen time and higher levels of depression and loneliness. Screen time is basically a digital drug because it stimulates the release of a chemical called dopamine, which while in the moment can make an adolescent feel good, it can also have the negative impact of impulse control issues, which in turn contributes to a child's inability to self-regulate and self-limit screen time. Excessive screen time can desynchronize the body's internal clock because the blue light emitted from the screen impacts the brain's ability to send out sleep signals and suppresses the body's release of melatonin. Recently, the National Institute of Health has done a lot of research studies and is about to enter some longitudinal research studies. So in the future, we're looking to see what else the National Institute of Health is able to find. But for now, they have found that excessive screen time affects the development of the frontal lobe of the brain, which controls a person's personality, impulse control, reasoning, and empathy, which in turn can impact a student's academic success and later essential relationship building skills. In one study recently done through the Cincinnati Children's Hospital, they found that screen time can impact the region of the brain associated with language and cognitive control. They found that students and parents who spent more time reading from traditional books increased brain activity as opposed to children who were spending time passively interacting with the screen. So what do we as parents do? Let's start with the American Academy of Pediatrics recommendations. They say that children ages six and up should have consistent limits regarding screen time. Make sure the screen time is not impacting sleep habits and that time away from screens and engaging in physical activity is imperative for a child's development. 
Children younger than three should be screen-free in order to properly develop during the early learning years. So how do we as parents establish healthy boundaries for technology? First of all, try to create a tech-free zone in your home. Aim to keep family, family gatherings tech-free, especially during mealtime. Instead, engage in relevant family discussions. Use old school, non-tech alarm clocks in the bedrooms in order to minimize blue light emissions. That is one simple fix. Keep the cell phones, iPads, computers, etc. out of the bedrooms to help in ensure your child is getting the needed amount of sleep. Another idea is to create a centrally located charging station in your home to keep devices out of bedrooms and to discourage the use of devices at inappropriate times. So there's a book that I really like called Parenting for the Digital Age. It's by an author who is named Bill Ratner, R-A-T-N-E-R. -E Again, the book is called Parenting for the Digital Age. Um, so I would highly recommend that that is one of the books that you research and read. He is a man who has made a career out of aggressive advertising techniques, but he is also a dad. So he has written a book to give advice for parents on how to integrate technology safely into a child's life. So I'm going to try to impart some of his wisdom onto you today in our podcast. First, it's imperative to give teens a voice. When they are part of the decision-making on how and when to use technology, they are more likely to take ownership and be a part of the plan. Our kids are technological natives in the cyber world. While I, as an adult who did not grow up in the cyber world, feel like a technological immigrant, use the knowledge and wisdom on the subject to help create the family plan. Second, teach kids to pick up on marketing ploys. When teens are wise to the ways of marketing, advertising, and media, they are less likely to succumb to those tricks. Remember that teens are being enticed by masters of the advertising world whose sole responsibility is to keep kids' eyes on the screens. Ask your, ask your kids questions like, what's being sold? How is the selling being done? Who is the advertiser marketing to? Teach them to look for subtle product placement and discuss with them why the products are being placed there. Teach your child that just because it is on the internet, inter internet, excuse me, does not make it true. That type of conversation encourages critical thinking rather than just passive viewing. Talk to your child about, quote, likes. These days, our children are looking to the number of likes and views to help determine their self-worth. Teach them that actions, not screens, determine the type of person they are. Research has shown that teens are reporting that they are waking up multiple times a night to check their status on various social media sites. Another reason to keep the tech out of the bedroom. Don't just limit media use. Find activities to replace it. Figure out things your family can enjoy that are tech-free. You're going to have to help your children in this area. Don't just tell them not to use the screens and then let them go. You're going to have to help guide them figure out what to replace that screen time with. You need to role model healthy tech habits. If you are asking your child to reduce screen time, you need to do the same. Discourage multitasking. Most teens think that they are pretty good at texting while working on homework. Discuss the effects this can have on their schoolwork. Discuss the effects it can have on their productivity. Don't allow electronics at mealtime for all family members. Make this a time for engaging in conversation as a family teaching and modeling them the important social skills they will need in the future. Now, this is going to be a little bit of a tougher one. 
Create a screen-free day. Create a day where the family engages in activities that do not involve screens. Let your child help plan the day so that they will feel more involved in the, in the decisions being made. Again, make the bedroom a screen-free zone. This will help build healthy sleep habits while helping you monitor your child's screen activity and screen time. Take time to research the apps and sites that your child is downloading and visiting. Learn about your parental control options and don't be afraid to use them. Kids these days are being exposed to more than we would like. This is not a time to live by total trust. You must monitor everything your child is doing online. CommonSenseMedia.org is a great place to start, along with MediatechParenting.net, two great websites to help guide you along your path to limiting screen time and researching apps and sites. Be okay with the backlash that comes with setting limits. Stick with the rules you have set, even if it means a very upset child. Be willing to enforce the consequences consistently. Stand your ground and be willing to see it through. Without adult guidance, most teenagers would spend all of their waking hours behind a screen. If your child says everyone is doing it, they may be right, but that doesn't mean there are not serious consequences. The benefits of limiting screen time become even more real when you think about what a child is missing out on when they are behind a screen. Typical teens spend 3,000 hours per year behind a screen. What else could they be doing to develop their social, emotional, and physical well-being outside of the screen? You know, I remember as a kid lying in the grass outside and finding shapes in the clouds. It's time to teach our kids now the simple joys in life, such as sitting outside and finding shapes in the clouds. I hope this podcast has helped benefit you in some way today. Um, and we look forward to seeing you next time and hope that you have a great weekend. Thanks. Thanks.